Thanks for joining us today for the Anchor Daily. We are reading through the books of Acts, learning about the early church and the unstoppable power of the gospel. Listen close as we dive deep into Luke's and Paul's accounts. Hello, this is Nancy O'Brien from Bethel West Pasco, and today we're looking at Romans chapters 7 through 9. As a person who came to a saving faith in Christ later in life, this section of scripture is deeply precious to me, especially the latter half of chapter seven and the beginning of chapter eight. Paul so clearly captures feelings that I've had, being confused about my inability to overcome sin in my life, finding myself in a repeating cycle of sin, repentance, a desire to follow God and my inability to actually follow through. When I read chapter seven, starting at verse 15, I can feel Paul getting himself all worked up It almost seems frantic. Let me read it. For I do not understand my own actions, for I do not do what I want, but I do the very thing I hate. Now, if I do what I do not want, I agree with the law that it is good. So now it's no longer I who do it, but sin that dwells within me. For I know that nothing good dwells in me, that is in my flesh, for I have the desire to do what is right, but not the ability to carry it out. For I do not do the good I want, the evil I do not want is what I keep on doing. Now, if I do what I do not want, it's no longer I who do it, but sin that dwells within me. So I find it to be a law that when I want to do right, evil lies close at hand. For I delight in the law of God in my inner being, but I see in my members another law, waging war against the law of my mind, and making me captive to the law of sin that dwells in my members. Wretched man that I am, who will deliver me from this body of death? Thanks be to God through Jesus Christ our Lord. So that I myself serve the law of God with my mind, with my flesh I serve the law of sin. Can't you feel the anxiousness and conflict Paul is feeling? So here we are, all worked up, desiring God with our minds, but betrayed by our earthly natures. It seems like we're just lost doomed to try and fail to overcome our own desires. But what comes next is, to me, the most beautiful passage in the entire Bible. Romans chapter 8, verses 1 and 2. There is therefore now no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. For the law of the Spirit of life has set you free in Christ Jesus from the law of sin and death. It's such an amazing release. The tension, the anxiousness, all released in those words. There is therefore now no condemnation. Every time I read that, I feel the tension just fall off my shoulders. When I'm frantic and confused, God says, calm down. There's no condemnation here. You are free. It's a personal promise for me that no matter what I've done, no matter how many times I have failed to do what I know God wants me to do, no matter how poor the last choice I made was, I am not condemned. I am free from the law of sin and death. God has not and will not abandon me to my own devices. There's so much life in these chapters, I can hardly stand it sometimes. And as we keep going, Paul addresses another of my struggles, how to pray when I can't even verbalize my hurt. Romans 8.26 says, Likewise, the Spirit helps us in our weakness, for we do not know what to pray for as we ought, but the Spirit himself intercedes with us with groanings too deep for words. Groanings too deep for words. There have been times when that is all I could do, just groan out my pain and pray for God to hear me. How freeing is it to know that God knows what I need and that he doesn't need me to put together a fancy speech in order to pray through my trouble. There's so much here. I can hardly contain myself when I talk about Romans. Romans 8.31 says, What then shall we say to these things? If God is for us, who can be against us? It's all so good, and I love it so much. One of the reasons I get so excited about this section of the Bible is that I have it memorized. I don't have to read Romans 8. I just have to think about it and the words start to flow. 
I can engage in God's word as a conversation and not just a reading assignment. Memorizing large blocks of scripture is a practice that I started about eight years ago. And I started right here in Romans 8. There are a lot of benefits to memorizing scripture, but I think the best one is that I always have the words of Romans 8 engraved on my heart. I don't need to pull out my phone or my Bible. God's promises are set in my mind and in my heart. Memorizing scripture might seem daunting to you, but I promise that it's not as hard as you think it is. And I would encourage you to give it a try and to start with Romans 8.1. There is therefore now no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. Start there and maybe keep going. Let's pray. Thank you, Lord, for these inspiring words. This text is so rich with your promises and your faithfulness. I pray that each of us would be moved to lay aside our pride and our fear and that we would surrender ourselves to your will and your plans. Write your words in our hearts, that our desires would align with yours, and that our spirits would rise to your call. Amen. Thanks for joining us today. Listen tomorrow as we encourage each other through God's word. If you haven't already subscribed, please do so, because we would love to continue to grow with you. We'd also like a chance to connect further with you. If you go to Bethel.ch, you can find all sorts of ways to serve, worship, and learn together.